Hi, you're listening to Sergeant Dorsey Speaks Podcast, produced by the Get Global Network. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Hi, and welcome to Sergeant Dorsey Speaks. Thank you for subscribing to my podcast and be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, SGT, the abbreviation for Sergeant, SGT Cheryl Dorsey on Instagram and Twitter, as well as subscribe to my YouTube channel, SGT Dorsey Speaks, much like my podcast. I'm a retired 20-year veteran sergeant in the Los Angeles Police Department, and I'll be providing you with an insider's perspective on police policy, police culture, and police training. I'll pull the covers back, expose that thin blue line, and decipher police cold talk when we hear it. I'll also be discussing incidents that are making national headlines and how you might get involved and engaged in your particular communities. Also, I'll be offering solutions on how best to survive police encounters because at the end of the day, the goal is for everyone to go home safe. For more about me and my career, visit my website, www.sgtsherldorsey.com for information about my advocacy work as well as my 20-year career, which is chronicled in my autobiography, Black and Blue, The Creation of a Social Advocate. I talk about in great detail my 20-year career on the LAPD, where I worked in patrol my entire career under the command of police chiefs Daryl Francis Gates, Willie Williams, and Bernard Parks. I talk about real-life encounters and adventures, if you will, during my 20-year career. I name names. Um, in some instances and in others, I use pseudonyms and aliases that I like to give folks. You'll be able to tell exactly who it is that I'm talking about based on the circumstances when I use an alias. And for those of you who'd like a sneak peek on my website, www.sgtsherldorsey.com, you can read the first chapter of volume two, Black and Blue, The Creation of a Social Advocate, as well as my next to be released book, volume three in the Black and Blue series, Black and Blue, Creation of a Whistleblower. Let's get to it. Over in Sewanee County, Florida, Fire and Rescue Chief Eddie Hand contacted Sewanee County Sheriff's Department. Why? Well, because the fire chief noticed that there were several vials of narcotics, medication missing or had been tampered with in their ambulances. And lo and behold, there was a thief amongst them. Evidently, Sewanee County, Florida, fire rescue paramedic by the name of James Jolly Johnson, 43 years old, was stealing the doggone vials of medication out of the doggone ambulance and refilling the vials with saline. Now, listen, I don't know how long that had been going on, and I pray that no one suffered any hurt or harm because they were given an injection of saline or a saline drip when they should have been given something else. I mean, this opens up a whole can of worms and liability that, you know, they probably can't even get their heads around over there. But nonetheless, now James Jolly Johnson has been arrested and charged with grand theft and possession of a controlled substance. So family, if you have anybody who in the last, I don't know, I'll just say six months to a year, having been transported by 
anyone from Suwannee County Fire and Rescue, more specifically, if James Jolly Johnson, <laughs> aka JJ's name appears on any of your paperwork, you may want to have a fireside chat with an attorney because, you know, he put folks in harm's way. Now we're in the midst of COVID-19 and there are um, a lot of folks who are suffering from the effects. Certainly we are hearing about a lot of death and again, no one is immune. Police first responders are particularly at risk. And to that end, it's been reported that on the Detroit Police Department, one of my former co-workers, James Craig, on the LAPD, uh, we worked together, a couple of different divisions, our paths crossed. He is now the police chief over in Detroit, and he has been diagnosed as having this coronavirus. It's been reported that he has a mild version of it. And so, uh, of course, my, my hope and prayer is that he will recover completely and be okay. But we know that there are others on that department who are not doing so well. There was a police captain on the Detroit Police Department recently who passed away as a result of being um, exposed to the coronavirus. So first responders, doctors, nurses, you guys be careful. Take good care until you get the equipment that you need to keep you safe. Doctors and nurses, emergency room staff, and um, police, you know, we're used to dealing with people who are maybe not in the best of health and may be harboring Lord knows what. So, you know, we too do the best that we can. So um, be keeping everybody in my prayers and thoughts. The Chicago Police Department is all poised to um, appoint a new superintendent over there. You know, Charlie Beck went over as the interim and he probably has something to do with the fact that one of the finalist is a former LAPD official, Sean Malinowski. He is being considered for the superintendent position over there in Chicago, along with someone by the name of Ernest Cato, uh, Chicago Police Department Deputy Chief, Kristen Zyman, Police Chief over in Aurora, Colorado. And then guess who just reared his little head? David Brown. Y'all remember David Brown, the police chief over in uh, Dallas, the former police chief, the the black guy who in the first time in the history of ever sent a robot, bomb carrying robot in to take out a suspect who had been involved in a deadly police shooting. And I think he wound up killing about four officers on the Dallas Police Department before the police chief, David Brown, sent in this robot. Now that had never ha happened in the history of ever. Well, David Brown, I guess, you know, he went underground long enough. And so now he feels like he can rear his head and he's hoping to be the police chief over there in Chicago. Hey, um, family in Chicago, how y'all feel about David Brown being your police chief? <laughs> I just want to know. We'll see what happens. We'll see if uh, he even stands a chance of being appointed. I really do think that since Beck is the interim, that Sean Malinowski, former LAPD official, will get the nod. I'm just thinking. We'll have to wait and see. I'll keep you posted. Over in Alabama, there's a mother who just reached a $2 million settlement. Naomi Jones disappeared from uh, an apartment complex, the Aspen Village, back on May 31, 2017. And she was found deceased a little bit later, a few miles away in a creek. Now, it's reported that Robert Howard, who was a convicted sex offender 
from Alabama was living in this Aspen village with his then girlfriend and nobody knew he was there. He is now awaiting trial on first degree murder charges in the connection of the disappearance and murder of Naomi Jones. According to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement Records, Howard had been convicted on two counts of rape in Escambia County, Alabama back in 1998. And so for that, and the fact that nobody knew he was in the apartment complex, Naomi Jones' mother sued the apartment ownership and management and said that they had an affirmative responsibility to inform the tenants that there was a sex offender living on the premises. And so to that end, there was a settlement, $2 million. So that's that. NYPD is also affected by this COVID-19 situation. There was a detective by the name of Cedric Dixon, a 23-year veteran who worked at the 32nd Precinct in Harlem, recently passed away from um, this virus. It's reported that Detective Dixon had underlying health conditions as well as uh, two other members of the department who have died recently. Dennis C. Dixon, a custodian who worked at the police headquarters, recently passed away, as well as Giacomina Barr Brown, a civilian who worked in the 49th Precinct roll call office. So now there are three members um, recently reported having died as a result of COVID-19 on the NYPD. So again, my condolences to the members of the NYPD and the families of Detective Cedric Dixon, Dennis C. Dixon, custodian, and civilian Giacomina Barr Brown. I've reported about this before, and so I just want to give you a reminder update, if you will, with regards to the real ID. You know, it was supposed to go into effect in October. If you didn't have real ID, you weren't going to be able to travel domestically. Well, we can't travel domestically right now anyway, so I guess it's kind of a moot issue. But nonetheless, just wanted you to know, no need to scurry and scamper. Real ID has been delayed through October 2021. So there's no need to try to obtain real ID. The extension to do so has been granted through October 2021. So that's it, family. It's an uneventful week. There's uh, not much going on. Why? Because most of us are sequestered and following the rules and quarantining and staying safe and trying to stay healthy. Not a whole lot to report in terms of police misconduct or deadly police force. I guess that's a good thing. I think these shootings are cyclical anyway. And so right now we seem to be on a downward slope, if you will, with regards to deadly police force, unnecessary use of force. So God is good. (laughs) Until next time, family, be good, be safe. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. You have been listening to the Sergeant Dorsey Speaks Podcast, produced by the Get Global Network. Sergeant Cheryl Dorsey is a television commentator, social justice advocate, and is also well known for her book, Black and Blue, Creation of a Social Advocate. 
an autobiography of her 20-year career as a black woman on the Los Angeles Police Department. The book details what she learned as an LAPD insider. Sergeant Dorsey can be contacted through her website, sgtdorseyspeaks.com, or via any of her social media sites like YouTube and Facebook. Take the time to subscribe to her YouTube channel and also subscribe to this podcast via major podcast networks like iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and many others. The podcast is also available on wireless speaker systems like Alexa and Sonos. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.